Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi guys and welcome back. It's the Vitality Coach here, Nikki, and I just want to say hi. I'm sorry I haven't posted for about a week on this podcast. I've been away and traveling and doing a little bit of hibernation, practicing what I preach, taking some time out. So it's a really exciting phase now. The next few podcasts, I'm really going to focus on what vitality actually means and I'm going to split the vitality podcast into three sections. There's three pillars that I believe really, really absolutely give us the strength, fortitude, and a little bit of a lifestyle to create the life that we want. Fresh air, fresh food, and a fresh perspective. So I want to talk about those three pillars. They're the things that I'm also discussing in the new book that comes out, and they tie in beautifully with fitness, food, mindset, and all the things that we're constantly talking about to achieve balance and know when we're actually getting close to our personal best and how that journey goes. So welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again. And I hope you really enjoy this podcast. At the end, I'm going to put some links on the show notes as well. If you'd like to sign up to be on the list for Vitality, the book, when it comes out, I'll be doing a US tour in October in the California area. If you'd like more information on that, just click on the link at the bottom of the show notes uh, and we'll put you on the mailing list to ensure that you'll be the first to know when Vitality, the book, comes out. And also, if you're in the California area in the US in October, I'd love to meet you. So I'll be setting out details for that tour when that gets all confirmed. So in the meantime, I hope you're healthy, wealthy, and feeling very wise about your health and well-being, and I look forward to bringing you through my perspective on the three pillars of vitality. I've been presenting a lot lately to large groups and corporates, and the first thing we talk about is the stories that we tell ourselves when we're embarking on life. So either we're living in the past or we are thinking about the future or we're telling ourselves we're too busy, we're too tired, we're too fat, we're too whatever it is. And I think that what we have to do when I spoke about the power of being present is just to be in the moment and think about for you, what does your personal best actually look and feel like? What would How would you define vitality? I'm going to give you a little bit of a heads up and some pillars to help you assess if you can actually try and put some platforms into your life that are going to help you look and feel fantastic and understand that you can't be 100% all the time. So when you have a real general connection to knowing what makes you happy, to knowing what exercise that you really enjoy, to knowing what food nourishes you and that you actually enjoy that food as well rather than denying yourself anything, you'll start to feel more in control of your life. You'll start to feel more connected because you're doing things that you genuinely love and you'll start to understand that you'll have this feeling of vitality, that you actually can create the life you want. So today I want to talk to you about the three pillars of vitality, and this is really just a kickoff to discuss, you know, how can you look at areas of your life rather than going on strict diets and flogging yourself in the gym every day and balance your work, your personal goals, uh, maybe family, friend commitments, and just actually getting up in the morning and feeling that you can live with purpose. What are the three areas that we can focus on to bring really great vitality in a sense of well-being, but also how we can really create, live, and 
really enjoy our lives because this is it. Remember a few podcasts ago I said respect the one, the body that you have because this is the only one you've got. FedEx is not going to be sending you a new body tomorrow. We're not going to be on the matrix or anything where suddenly you can kind of warp yourself into another time zone. This is it. While you're listening to this podcast, this is your now. You are right in the middle of it and you have just as much opportunity as anyone else to think, what am I going to do with my life? So I want to simplify that all. I want to give you some clarity. I want to give you some courage to make some steps to stand up for what you believe in and some confidence to really believe in yourself. And that happens a lot with my personal coaching. I only do, you know, a limited number of clients a year and they're just such dynamic, intelligent, savvy people and they know that they can achieve more. They just needed to figure out and unlock a little bit of potential on how they could think about it. So again, I come back to those three pillars. So what are those three pillars of vitality? It's having a fresh perspective. It's getting plenty of fresh air, being near nature, exercising, a sense of healthy living, and also fresh food. Now, if we can actually live with those three pillars by stepping back from situations when they happen and having a fresh perspective, by being in the moment and not placing judgment based on past experiences or future maybes, but just being able to listen and to observe and to be in the moment. The fresh air element is is really about not actually just running around outside no matter what the cold conditions are, but actually treating exercise as part of your lifestyle, actually enjoying the fact that we have nature as our gym, that you don't have to buy expensive gym memberships and all these fandangled equipment. You actually have got this amazing gym with your own body and your own life. You can just get outside. You can do body weight exercises. You've got to have this essence of getting fresh air into your body as well. It's really, really important for your skin, for your oxygen and everything else for you to get outside. So if you're a sedentary person or you work really long hours or you're in public transport a lot, plan time in your week where you can be closer to nature or find a way that you can be in an environment, even if it's an indoor, outdoor slash environment with plants and you know, climbing wall perhaps or something that's really different in your area if you live in the heart of a city. You know, think about the fact that nature is vital. We need the trees, we need the ocean, we need water, we need all these elements to live wholesomely, to live in an oxygenated, really, really positive environment. We need nature to give us back energy. We take energy from nature. So I want you to think sustainably about your health and wellness and not that you have to just go from an indoor office straight into an indoor gym. I realize it winter months as well, if you're listening to this, and I know friends of mine in Melbourne have been hit with some really heavy weather lately, that it is really hard to get up in the morning when it's dark outside, it's freezing conditions, and you really just don't want to go outside. You know, sometimes you just got to balance out the horrible weather days um, with the moody, dark weather days and plan your time in. Even if you take a walk at lunchtime during the office, whatever it is, think about how you can change your routine to bring an element of fresh air into your body. That's because it's very calibrating. It's essential for our health and well-being. And it really reconnecting us with nature is really, really key when you want to get back to basics and start to feel fantastic again. If we're constant in front of machines and screens and electronic devices and in air conditioning, all these kind of false worlds that we live in, we're not connecting back to nature and we're getting further and further away from nurturing our souls and our bodies with really, really natural sources of healthy living. So fresh air is a really, really key component. And in the next couple of uh, podcasts, what I'll be doing is 
focusing on each pillar in more detail, giving you tips on how you can actually integrate those elements into your life without turning them upside down, and some great case study examples of people that have taken this advice and emailed me or some clients of mine and said, hey, Nikki, this is what I'm doing. The third pillar, of course, is fresh food. Now, if you were to drop every single diet book um, you know, over the side of your balcony in a big bin and you just adopted the freshest, best philosophy, you would be so surprised with how quickly you'd feel good, how quickly you'd look better, and how much more nourishing elements you're going to give your body. If you can choose food as close as possible to its natural source, then you can't go wrong. If that's the only piece of advice I can give you that you can give your kids and everything else, food should be as close as possible to its natural, untouched, unchemical, untampered source. That means fresh is always best. You should be looking at your plate and thinking, do I have 70% fresh fruit and vegetables and ingredients on my plate? How much raw ingredients and fresh ingredients and market ingredients can I actually get during the day to fortify my body, to nourish my body, and to really get this feeling of real, genuine energy? Our bodies are really designed to be an incredibly well-oiled machine, to break down fiber, to um, you know figure out the fats, the minerals, the vitamins, the molecular structure of food. If we're just giving them this liquid packaged diet all the time, we're not actually giving our body a job to do anymore. And our body's going to take a one-way ticket off to the Gulf of Mexico for a holiday and it's not going to come back. It's going to go, well, you don't need me anymore, so I'll just go on holiday and I'm not going to perform my duties as well as I normally would because I've got nothing to digest, I've got nothing to do. I'm bored stiff, so forget about it. We don't want our bodies to disengage from their role. We've got incredible system that is designed to, you know, digest, assimilate, and attribute all these mineral, vitamin, and nourishing antioxidant qualities of fresh food that help our bodies be in their best possible state. The more fresh food that you have, The healthier you'll be, the more your body will thank you for it and you'll look and feel fantastic. Your skin will glow, you'll have clearer eyes, better hair, better nails. You'll be getting a combination of nutrients that um, you you wouldn't normally get from fried and packaged foods, of course. So anything that is not as close as possible to its natural source is not going to be good for you. And in certain countries as well, there are certain limiting elements. For example, you know, some European countries that are more in the sunshine are going to have more vitamins. Some countries like Holland and and other countries have a really, really rich mineral content of their food, but not as many vitamin content because of the sunlight hours. Where if you're in the south of France or the southern Italy or something like that, you've got all this rich abundance of vitamin stacked food, everything else. So you've got to think about the fact that you may have to supplement and fortify your foods depending on the area of the world that you live in. And I'll put some little links on that in the show show notes as well. But most importantly, guys, I don't want to talk to you about a fancy diet today. I don't want to talk to you about gym fads and equipment and things that you need to purchase. I want to give you a fresh perspective on how you can look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. And that is right back to those three pillars of vitality. That is having a fresh perspective Fresh air, which is getting outside, using nature as your gym, rediscovering, using your own body weight, picking up sports you haven't done before, and fresh food. 
educating yourself and going back to basics with getting food and ingredients and cooking with ingredients that are as close as possible to their natural sources. So, so important to look and feel your personal best. So let's talk about um, some case studies on, on how that's actually applied itself. I've got the most fantastic client, Liz, at the moment. Hi, Liz. I know you're probably listening to this in the car somewhere. So uh, a big shout out to you because you've just been doing an amazing job lately by having to reprogram how you thought about, you know, exercise and diets and spending all these years worrying about the sizes of clothes that you had and you know, binge eating or denying yourself food or thinking that you had to sort of say no to certain friends because you weren't in the mood for drinking anymore. All of a sudden, a penny dropped and it clicked and you thought, hold on a second here, this isn't about giving anything up. This is about changing the way I think about healthy food and fitness and managing my business. And that's exactly what you've done. So what Liz did was she was constantly thinking she had to go to the gym for an hour, that she had to kind of diet and before she had a big weekend out with her friends, that her and her boyfriend couldn't share the same foods. And she was almost a little bit too embarrassed to say, you know what, I really want to go on this journey. I want to be in the best healthy state possible. But I'm just not able to go through that whole diet regime again. And we started talking about thinking about things differently. So the rules that you had in your 20s when you were maybe having your first job and going to the gym and you had all this energy and you were still partying hard and everything else, those rules really don't apply anymore. You've got to get rid of rules and barriers and boundaries that we put on ourselves that are past beliefs that don't serve us anymore. What is it that's going to suit you right now? What part of healthy, wealthy and wise can you employ in your own thinking to think, hold on a second, I can actually create the life I want by you know, managing the hours that I work, leading my team with a healthy perspective, taking pride in my appearance, um, walking out for my coffee in the morning, grabbing some fresh air, even if it's just for 10 or 15 minutes and doing small amounts of exercise every day. So whenever those old thoughts come up about, oh my God, I haven't been to the gym for an hour, that does not matter. This is about finding balance, quality and consistency and living a healthy, wealthy life, which means understanding that you can create your agenda, that you can sit down with your partner and say, hey, Sunday, I'm going to do my planning. What are your plans this week? I'd love to find some time for myself. And that goes back to the five elements of the winning week. That uh, is a previous podcast. I'll put the link of that in the show notes as well. It's actually one of my top rating podcasts at the moment. And I can understand why, because unless you have a way to plan in managing your week and applying the things that are important to you, you're not going to make it happen. So you can have all the goals and all the dreams and all the visions and things that you want. But unless you actually put them into a planning perspective, such as the five elements of the winning week, or actually sit down and create moments in your agenda where you're going to give those things a deadline, they're not going to happen. So one of the things we want to do when we're trying to put in place a new mindset about health and fitness and actually putting steps in place to creating changes that mean we're not going to turn our lives upside down, we don't have to go on strict diets, or you know, adopt a fad exercise routine, the first place to start is to really get back to basics and figure out what actually would define for you complete vitality. You know, For me, it's about being able to get out of bed in the morning and jump up and know that I'm healthy, 
that I have the knowledge and information to make great decisions for myself and that I can actually take on board some of the stuff that I preach to others. Like if I'm not feeling right or if I've got a super busy week, I have to change the perspective on how I'm going to fit everything in to make sure that I'm providing some balance and some clarity and some courage sometimes to say no to things. So it's about figuring out and sitting down each week and saying, okay, what's my week going to be be about? How am I going to fit in me time? How am I going to put a new perspective on challenges that are coming up this week? I'm pretty tired. I've got big work schedules. We've got lots going on with the family, for example. What do I need to do to change some elements that will give me the fortitude, the strength, and some harmony just to be able to not push myself too much and keep an essence of energy and health and well-being. So changing a perspective to think that you have to work incredibly long hours, uh, not get away from your desk, but actually thinking about I might go out for a walk at lunchtime. Um, I'm working with a great corporate group at the moment, and I heard some fantastic feedback from them. They're doing simple things like getting up half an hour earlier in the day, um, using the mornings just to go for a walk, walking between offices and meetings, setting um, you know team meetings together where there's an active element in it or they're actually doing something on a Friday as a team that's in the afternoon where they can go out and um, have a team sport or train for a fun run. They've entered a charity and they a charity race, so they're doing a walk run for charity race. They've encouraged all team members to be a part of that, whether it's the walking element or the running element. They have a leaderboard. They have a motivation board. They have individual goals on there. So they're really sharing the spirit that no goal is too small, um, no personal goal is too small, and no group goal is too small. So they've changed their perspective of keeping their personal kind of health and well-being wishes private to actually sharing that collectively as a group and being able to say, hey, you know what, I hit that milestone or I'm making subtle changes by doing bringing my own lunch to work. So if you start to open up a discussion and the way that you think differently about health and well-being, you're generally going to get the results that you haven't had before and you're probably going to start implementing healthy and wise choices into your day, you know, before you even realize that they'll become a habit. The other wonderful, um, you know, client example I have is I had an amazing, amazing lady who uh, ran three businesses actually, and she had this gym membership that she was paying thousands of dollars for. She had two PTs, um, and she'd go like once a week, but nothing had changed. So she was still pretty overweight, still really stressed out, and just felt that she wasn't living up to everybody else's expectations if she'd hired to do her personal training. And I said, why do you have all these personal trainers and have a gym membership when you're constantly traveling, you have your own business, and um, you know it's not going to fit in with the schedule that you have? Why don't you think differently about your health and well-being and just think about learning bodyweight exercises and things you can do when you're on the road? Think about getting active with your kids during the weekend when you're at home. Like Cancel the gym membership and start using life as your gym. So we figured out a plan on how she could do that with the whole fresh air philosophy of getting her um, tuned up to do some really, really cool body weight exercises to do some Pilates and core work at home. I gave her some exercise videos and we just focused on, you know, learning one or two exercises a week, but doing those really, really well. So by the time it was the end of the year, she had this amazing hard drive of exercises that she knew that she did exceptionally well and her body had changed beyond belief. She didn't even realize she was working out so hard and she wasn't. She was just doing small incremental elements 
throughout her day. She was running her companies really well. She instilled that program also with her staff. So every Monday morning they had like a, you know, healthy, wealthy, wise moment that we put together for them where they would all sort of talk about how they're going to fit healthy elements into their week, what milestones they'd made, what stuff they'd done with their family, um, and messages that they got across to their kids as well about self-acceptance and getting outside and being active. So it was a real 360 approach. And the results were not only physical, but also, you know, emotional and mental for her because she got her confidence uh, she saved a ton of money with gym memberships and PTs and everything and educated herself on what's going to make my body feel good. What core areas of resistance and cardio, flexibility and strength do I need to do to be in my best possible shape? Not necessarily be a supermodel, but be in my best possible shape. So, um, you know, I want to do a great shout out to her as well. Just to say, well done and a fantastic case study and a fantastic person who is so capable in so many areas of life. Just put her own health and well-being at the bottom of the list, as we all do. So another great case study using the fresh air philosophy and a, a fresh perspective about working out. And the third example I want to give you just to tie off this, this little podcast today and kind of inspire you a little bit is about fresh food and about encouraging your kids and those around you to think differently. You can't convince your friends and your colleagues and everything else to suddenly jump on this bandwagon. But if you're listening to this and you have a family, don't underestimate how your words about food, how your attitude towards food, what you do um, in your approach to talking about food for your own general health and well-being impacts your children. And I want to do a shout out to the Roby family. Um, who, you know, I've known Therese for a couple of years now and she's done our programs and she's always so eloquent and enthusiastic and connecting to all the things. And one of the, the issues they had was um, trying to get the whole family on board with healthy eating and stopping the fast food, um, stopping the late night snacks, stopping the high sugary snacks and also getting her husband to really try and get on board with this as well and encourage them that it could be delicious, it could be fun, and it will be better for all of them. So as a family, what they did was they started implement, implementing some fresh food philosophies. They started thinking differently about what they're buying from the supermarkets. They started to look at the back of the packet. They started to reduce the number of ingredients and things they were buying and went back to basics. So, Therese, I know it's a constant balancing act between what your kids want and what your husband want and everything else, but I just want to say well done for putting some new practices in place for creating fresh air moments, for getting out on the bikes with the kids, and for also educating your children about what fresh food really means and how fun and how tasty it can be and getting them involved in the kitchen um, and actually just thinking about nourishing their bodies differently. So a really, really great shout out there to a family that have started to think differently about food, that are starting to work collectively together, and they use the reason why they want to educate their kids so their kids are healthy, wealthy, and wise as well. So there you've got it. You've got your fresh perspective, fresh air, and fresh food all tied into one with some amazing case studies as well. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, Nikki, this all sounds great, but you know I'm really busy and um, I travel a lot for work or I do shift work, it's really hard for me to bring my own meals, give me your questions. You know what? Write a comment below and ask your questions. I'm really here to help try and help you navigate through the old beliefs and the barriers and find some real clarity on how you can implement these changes 
And you'll be so surprised at the results as well. It does not have to be difficult. It does not have to be expensive. You know that you've got the knowledge within you. You just need to find it and to tap into that as well. So I want to encourage you to ask me your comments, to ask me your questions. If you'd rather do it by Twitter, it's Enfogden Moore. If you want to show me some milestone moments you celebrated on Instagram, it's at Enfogden Moore. Or leave a comment below at the bottom of the show notes, and I'll definitely get back to you personally and answer your questions, and I'll share those questions with the group as well. So just to, um, I guess, to sign up from another kind of podcast with me where I'm hopefully getting across the message that you do not have to turn your life upside down to look and feel fantastic and you don't have to be so hard on yourself. Uh, my next podcast next week, I'm actually going to share a moment when I lost my mojo. I got really, really sick after loads of flights, um, loads of travel, and I was just doing too much. And I want to share how I got um, how I got my groove back, how I got my energy back, and how I changed a few things around in my gym to allow some time to hibernate and really sit down and, and put the things that I talk about to you guys into practice. So I'll be sharing that with you on podcast 32. As mentioned in the intro, if you'd like to be the first to hear about Vitality, the book, it's a beautiful book. Um, it's about 250 pages. It's stacked full of top tips on how you can do goal setting, planning, fresh perspective, fresh food ideas, all elements of fresh fitness and fresh air, uh, quotes, inspirations, really all the things that I've been working with my clients on for the last 10 years, the winning factors that we've all got together and decided with the best bits of advice. I've put them into the book Vitality. If you want to be on that list to receive the updates when it comes out, please leave a note below and sign up for the book. If you're in the California area in October and you'd love to come to my Vitality Tour and meet me in person uh, and hear about me present on how you can create the life that you want and the five elements of the winning week and all these wonderful nuggets of information that are just going to help inspire you with clarity, courage and confidence, I can't wait to meet you. Please sign up. There'll also be a Vitality Tour sign-up box as well so that you can be first to hear about it and also I think we're doing like a special gifting and all that sort of stuff as well. So thanks again for tuning in. I will tell you that I'm authentically there to help make you have the practical advice and tools to really achieve your goals and to be there with you along the journey to help you create the life that you want, the body that you want and maintain balance and inspiration and what we all have is an extremely you know, busy and complicated lives at the moment. So a shout out to all of you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please leave me your comments. I love your feedback. I love your reviews. Uh, it means the world to me and I feel really connected to this fit family that we have across the world. I can't wait to share my personal journey of when I lost my bounce. I called it Tigger Loses a Bounce on podcast 32 and I'll be tuning in with you guys next week. Until next time, you stay healthy and happy.
Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.